Hey, you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. Welcome back to the Reach Hangout. I have some exciting news to announce, y'all. We have made it to a year of active posting on this podcast, okay? And before you start with your applause, wait a minute, I got something else to say. Our SBC audience has been growing tremendously, so much to the point that it's bringing in opportunities that I can't speak on yet, but will be able to soon. I just wanted to tell you guys that before we started the episode, okay? So now you know, you know. So with all this excitement in mind, I need you to get yourself together and grab your beverage of choice, snacks, a notepad, or flip your phone to the note section because we have a topic to discuss, y'all. It's called Yesterday's Words. Again, for the people in the back, it's called Yesterday's Words. So let's begin. Whether you know this or not, we live off the words we have spoken in the past. A prime example would be feeling like you're having a deja vu moment over something you said or thought of previously because those moments happen. My mother likes to call it living in the now. For instance, I always wanted to do something in my life that involved bettering myself for years to help bettering others. I could create an environment, a place where I can be my true, authentic self and discover everything else along the way. And others could join this opportunity as well. A group or individual setting, collectively unlearning all of the toxicity stigmas that have been a crutch in our society for years. And look at us now, y'all. I'm here. I'm here and I'm developing what I have spoken. And, you know, it's okay to not be okay at times either trying to get to that point. I'm still not okay. I'm trying to persevere. I'm trying to keep my ear close to God. I'm trying to follow his instructions. But there are moments in life where I am not okay. There are moments in life where I don't know or have an idea of where I want to be in life. So it's okay for you to not know where you want to be in life. We all have those moments. Don't beat yourself up about it because we hear all the time from people about what we should and shouldn't do, but everyone's viewpoint isn't the same. Some may agree with the statement. Others might deem it to be completely wrong, but that's your opinion. (laughs) There is no blueprint, cheat sheet, or master plan because we all experience life differently. We all experience life differently. The only similarity that we experience is birth. We all came here through a woman. That's the similarity. But we all experience life differently. We all go through different trials and tribulations. We all have to endure different settings in life. However, there is a middle ground we can all attest to, which is trying to live life to the best of our ability and fulfill our purpose that is attached to our name. Gathering the concept along the way to have a a positive mindset, speak daily affirmations, read your Bible, you know, engage in some scripture, knowledge, and et cetera. 
in the book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 21, King James Version, it states this, that death and life are in the power of the tongue and they love it shall eat the fruit thereof. In other words, the same ability that God has to speak things into existence, he has given us that same opportunity. We can create a positive atmosphere in our lives and proclaim wealth and growth over ourselves versus malice, hate, and evil intents. Because like it says in the Bible, we eat off of the fruit we speak. Misery loves company. Let me say it again. Misery loves company. So if we continue speaking dreadful things in our life, it is bound to happen. You see it as, oh, I'm venting. I'm getting everything off of my chest. This is how I'm feeling. This is what the moment is bringing to the forefront. But we have to be mindful of what we speak in the yesterday because it affects our now. Sometimes we can get so worked up over the small details of life because we don't know the outcome. So what is our next defense mechanism? What is something that appeases us that makes us feel better in that moment? It's to vent. It's to vent. It's like, I don't understand why I'm in this situation. I don't have, I don't have, I don't have. God don't want us to be so focused on what we don't have. He wants us to be focused on the now. He wants us to bring into the flourishing of the now because in Matthew chapter 6, verse 34, New Living Translation version, NLT, it states it best by saying this. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. If we are truthful to ourselves, our walk of purpose, we'll see the centerfold to everything is our faith. We can't worry about tomorrow. We can't worry about we don't have the we don't have the money tomorrow to pay our bills. We need to worry about the now. What can we do in the now? What can we do today? What is something that I can do to elevate myself, to put myself in the position to be able to not only hear from God, but to put myself in the position that I can reap the benefits of the land and not what man has to offer me, but what God sees in my life, what God wants me to receive the prosperity in my life. What can we do in the now? Believing in God is more than enough for what he has spoken over our lives to be true. Yes, God spoke it. Yes, you heard the message. Yes, you heard the prophecy. Yes, you heard everything under the sun. And God can say it to you, repeat, 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 repeating, repeating, repeating. You will have love. You will have joy. You will have peace. You will have long suffering. You will have grace. You will have power. You will have authority. Yes, God has spoken it. But do you believe him enough? Do you believe him enough to say I know what you have spoken to me, but I believe you that what you have spoken will come to pass. Yes, words matter because whatever God speaks shall come to pass. But do you believe the person that's speaking it to you? Do you believe in God enough or are we just saying, oh, I'm a Christian. I believe in God because that's what I should do because I ain't trying to burn. No, bump all that. Do we believe God enough? Do we believe him enough that when he opens up his mouth and speaks to us, whether it's in vision, whether it's through people, whatever, however God communicates to us, do we believe him enough that it will come past? Do we not doubt? And in ship, once the breeze becomes too heavy and we start to feel the pressures and the attack all at once. 
And we say, we know, I know what guy, you know, <laughs> you said what you said, but this too much for me. I thought you said you don't give your, you give your battles to your strongest soldier. God, I ain't strong right now. God, I ain't strong, not a long shot. I don't even know why you passed this to me. Pick somebody else. Pick somebody else. But in that moment, we realize we are the person to fight this battle. We are the person that's supposed to be enduring these things that life has to offer us because we are greater than that. Greater is he than he that's within the world. Greater that is within God than what the world presents to us. So God is going to let life happen, but he's telling us along the way that we are overcomers. We can endure. We can persevere and not be filled with doubt and not feel like we have to jump ship because if you continue to jump ship baby you will never receive nothing you will never go anywhere if we continue to run from our issues if we continue to run from our problems where does it lead us no growth just corruption confused feel like we're just dragging along in this world everybody's receiving everything they want to receive in life but where are we where are you trying to be Let us not worry about the frivolous details of life because the big picture has turned into a blob. That same energy, that same motivation, that same thrill that you have when God first spoke it into existence. Where are you now with it? Has the fire burned out inside of you? Do you not have that fire that you once had when God spoke it to you and you were strong about it and you stood firm in it and you was telling everybody about the blessings that God has to offer into your life and you're like, okay, I'm going to do this, God. I'm going to pray more. I'm going to fast. I'm going to do this. I'm going to X, Y, Z. Whatever it needs to take to get close to you, God. God, me and you like this. Me and you close. Me and you tight. You my best man. You the person for me. Is that fire still inside of you? That fire that said, this is what I have for you in your life. Or have you let it go away? Because it's not capturing the time in your mind of what God wants for you. That big picture, that fire has now turned into a blob. And we're speaking yesterday's words. We're frustrated. We're angry. We're upset because we are not where we want to be in life. No one is where they want to be in life. I don't care. Their life can look so glamorous, but baby, let me tell you something. Everybody has skeletons in their closet. Everybody is going through something. Everybody has emotions and feelings because we are all human. And it comes a point in life where you're like, I don't have the money. I don't have the time. I don't have the space. I don't have the opportunity. Everybody has all these resources, but I don't have anything. And if we continue to speak that into existence, we're going to be living in that in the now. Because those are the words we have spoken. Those were our yesterday words. Care if it makes sense to you. I don't care if it makes sense to my neighbor. But let me tell you something. I'm going to speak sense into my life. I'm going to speak prosperity into my life. I'm going to speak blessings into my life. Because like I said, whatever we speak, we eat the fruits of that labor. We eat the fruits thereof. So I'm not going to speak any negativity. Speaking life into the situation is the biggest weapon we can use towards the enemy because we understand that we are not just talking a good game, but we are activating our faith. 
We are activating our faith in God. And when you start to activate your faith in God, you begin to endure a supernatural shift in your life that no person, no place or thing can interfere with because it's time for your restoration. God is about to restore you. God is about to give you everything that the canker worm and the calipir, whatever, whatever the devil thought he took away from you, God is about to restore you. God is about to restore peace of mind. God is about to restore health. God is about to restore that fire that once was in you to do the right thing. God says he's giving it back. He's giving it back. But it's all towards your words. It's all towards your faith. Do you have enough faith to believe that is going to come to pass. Do you have enough determination to persevere and not to have night solving, not to become lazy? Yes, we may stumble. Yes, we may fall. But there comes a point in where you have to have accountability. Like I know this is something I need to do, but today I don't feel like it. But it's something you need to do. Just like you have to eat every day, your spirit man has to be fed every day. What are you doing to keep the light in you to shine? What are you doing to let that light burn? Or are we speaking negativity over the situation because we don't know the outcome? And we just feel like since life is nothing but boo-boos and hurts and troubles and everything under the sun, it's like, all right, well, I'm just falling to the hands of temptation. There's nothing left for me here. I don't have nothing else to give because every time I stand up, every time I try to rise, every time I try to be the best version of me, I get knocked down 10 toes. I get pushed back to where I once was. In life, we have to persevere. In life, we can't let our words be our biggest, biggest self-sabotage to our future because yes, God promised it to you, But because of your words and your actions, are we going to slow down that process? Because like God said, whatever I speak, it shall come to pass. So it's not about you trying to figure out when it's going to happen. What are you doing? Are you slowing down the process because your light is not shining anymore? You're not putting in the time anymore. You don't have the dedication. You don't have the willpower because you become tired. You become frustrated because you cannot see. You can't see. You know what you're supposed to receive. You know what you're supposed to have because you are a king. You are a queen in God. And God says we're supposed to have all these riches and gold and all that. But God, where's my riches and gold? Because right now I'm struggling. I'm struggling just to get up in the morning. I'm struggling to read my word. I'm struggling to stay motivated. I'm just struggling in life. But we can't not continue to feed ourselves an empty plate of words. You living off those words. You speak negativity, you're going to start living off of that negativity. Whether you're receiving it now, it's going to happen because yesterday's words will affect you now. Yesterday's words will affect you now. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Yesterday's words will affect you now. Are you feeding yourself an empty plate of words? Or. You're going to start to believe that what you're speaking into existence will come to pass. I was reading my Bible the other day, um, actually last night. Let me grab it real quick. It was the book of Psalm. And I'm going to give y'all the correct chapter. I don't want to just give y'all any chapter. And it was chapter 100. 
and 23. And basically talking about the confidence in God, having the confidence. But yes, we are confident in him, but we also need deliverance. So we're going to do a prayer for deliverance, Psalms 120. Then we jump to Psalms 124. But I'm saying all that to say this. In those Psalms, it talks about, yes, I'm looking up to God for my restoration. Yes, I'm looking up to God to be my healer, my provider, my keeper, my well-doing in a time of trouble. But God also watched my tongue. Because whether we know this or not, we can say things that can not only hurt others, but it can hurt ourselves. And sometimes we can speak stuff. You know, sometimes I would see y'all, I could say something and I could feel in this spirit. I should never say that. I'm like, you know what, God, I'm sorry. I should never say what I just said. Help me to do better. Guide my tongue. Guide my lips. Guide my mouth in the way that this should go, that it speaks nothing but of your riches and glory and not speak defeat into my life because I want to be an overcomer. I want to be the woman of God that I can be, the, the woman of God that I know I can be. I say that every night to God. God, guide me in the way that I should go so I can become the woman of God that I know that you know that I can become. Not so it can be appealing to others, so they could look at me and be like, that girl saved right there. Everybody has their opinions, but I want better for myself. So God, guide me, mold me, make sure, help me to become who I am supposed to become so I can fulfill my purpose in life. So I can leave life feeling empty, feeling like I did everything I was supposed to do not blocking myself to receive everything you have for me because of my words, because of my emotions, because of life, because of whatever. We have to stop feeding ourselves an empty plate of words and start to believe what we speak will come into existence. You will have money. You will be saved. You will be healthy. You will have a stable mind. You will break generational curtains. You will be the trailblazer in your family. You will be the first person to go to college. You'll be the first person to receive an education. You'll be the first person to receive everything that God has in store for you because that's what we're speaking. And when you're speaking something, don't think it always has to be spoken because a drastic situation happened or whatever. Like I said, you can just be wanting something simple as creating peace. Being surrounded by like-minded people, people who share the same viewpoints as you that wants to be saved, that wants to live right, and not just speaking a good game because that's the conversation at hand, but they're actually trying to do things that they say they're going to do. Or just the ability to enjoy life. Because we spend so much trying to work to pay bills and everything else, but God, when are you going to give me the opportunity to enjoy life? And not be so attached to my phone, not be so attached to the TV, not be so attached to what's happening with other people around me. God, when are you going to give me the opportunity to enjoy life? Also, another option could be just wanting to see who God says that he is and how he fits in your life based off of your connection and not what others tells me to be so because everybody has a different connection with God. But we all have a connection. So I want to see God for what he truly is. You know, people always say he's my keeper. He's my provider. He's my way maker. He's my this. He's my that. God, show me who you say that you are. Let me be able to receive you for who you say that you are. Power of life and death rest on our tongues. 
power of life and death rests on your tongue. And to be completely honest, like I said before, sometimes I do speak negativity into the atmosphere because that's how I'm feeling. That's how I need to vent. And, and I just need to get it off my chest and I'm just frustrated and bump life and da 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 that being my now. Sometimes when life hits you, you just got to shake that mug off and keep pushing. Because life or death rests in the power of your tongue. You know what? This is how I knew personally, within me, not anybody else, within Lydia Trimble. This is how I knew my faith has grown in God. There was a situation that arose. And I felt like everything in that moment was trying to strip me of my character. And a bad outcome happened, point blank period. It was a bad outcome I wasn't expecting. I got in my car and I was just driving, 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 driving. Now, I ain't gonna cap. Old Lydia would have been foaming at the mouth like, they got me messed up. I can't believe I was treated like this. I'm the nicest person somebody would meet. I'm not saying I'm the nicest person in the world, but I try to, you know, let my light shine. I try to be holy. I try, I try, I try. And God, you just let this happen to me? Like, are you kidding me? You supposed to be having my back. You supposed to be my way maker. You supposed to be everything. And right now, you ain't nothing. And da 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 Like, old me. Old Lydia. Old Bones Lydia <laughs> would have been foaming at the mouth. New Lydia, y'all, I got in my car and I cried. But when I was crying, I was speaking nothing but positivity. I said, God, thank you. God, thank you. God, I praise you. God, you're awesome. God, you're powerful. God, you're worthy. God, you're amazing. God, you're everything that I need in this moment. I don't care what the enemy tried to do. God, I know you're going to make a way out of any way. Like my father always says when he prays, he said, God, touch what I can't touch. Handle what I can't handle. Deal what I can't deal with. God, I know you have greater in store for me. Whatever the enemy thought he was doing in this moment, you're going to have the victory. You're going to have the glory. You're going to have everything that needs to be done. And God, if by some chance this wasn't the enemy and it was just man and it was just like, God, I thank you for removing me so I can reach the potential that you have in store for me. God, thank you for opening doors. God, thank you for making ways. That's when I knew that greater is in he than that's within the world. In that moment, I could have reflected to my flesh. I could have snapped. I could have been like, man, bump this. <laughs> y'all know, know how it get when you become on 10 and everything is red and you ain't got nothing nice to say. And you be like, let somebody call me. They can get it too. Let somebody text me. They can get it too. Let somebody move at me funny. They can get it too. Because what I'm going through, everybody's about to feel my pain. Everybody's about to feel my struggle. Everybody's about to feel the hurt that has been caused to me. God is saying, you don't have to do that. Because the power of life and death rests on our tongues. So speaking negativity over ourselves when things don't go or move the way that they should, we have to cut that out. We have to be like, you know what, man? Okay. It, I mean, it is what it is. And it's not like I don't care. It's not like I'm being nonchalant. It's like it's out of my control. I can't do nothing about it. 
I mean, you looking for a reaction and it's something that's out of my control. I can't do nothing about it, but I can't thank God. God says, praise me even in the now. God says, praise me in the good and the bad. You know, the funny thing about it is when we have good things going on in our life, we be quick to praise God. We be like, oh God, thank you for the money. Oh God, thank you for the car. Oh God, thank you for the resources. But do we praise him when we are at our lowest of lows? Not because we want something, but just the acknowledgement of him. And I'm not perfect neither because, <laughs> trust me, there has been times where God has not got the glory and I've just been upset and I was just pouting. Your girl was pouting because I was mad. And I had to say, uh-uh, God, you getting the glory. I'm going to praise you. Devil, you would not interrupt my praise. You would not interrupt my vision. You would not interrupt my focus because I am trying to live in the now. Because always having a whatever type of attitude and expecting the worst in life is not what God wants for us. It definitely shouldn't be something you want for yourself. You shouldn't want negativity. You shouldn't want to always have a I don't care attitude. You should want more because God can give you more. That's why he said in, says in his word, my cup shall run over. God wants to give you more. But it's about our faith. It's about our actions. I have come to terms with my life not going the way I expected it to. Y'all, I, I'm, I'm that person that I always have a plan. I try not to be dependent upon anybody because I got this. I got me. But in life, in this season, my plan hasn't been going the way it, wanted, it wants to go. <laughs> My birthday is August 13th. I, I made a promise to myself by the age of 23, because that's how old I'm turning. Woo-hoo. By the age of 23, I would not be living with my parents. But I'm living with my parents because my plan ain't going the way it needs to go. By 23, I, I you know, I expected to have this major career, not a job, but a career. Doing something that I love. Yes, I have the opportunity now I'm doing something that I love, but currently. I'm not getting paid for it right now, but trust me, Reach going to bring in some money and y'all going to rip the benefits of it too. And there's many, 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 many things I can say. But in this moment in life, I had to come to terms with my life not going the way it's going to go. Regardless if I have a plan or not, sometimes life just happens and I have to be okay with that. Are you okay with life not going the way you expected it to? Are you okay? You know, I just come to a point of, I just have to ignore the social pressures of where people claim we are supposed to be at a certain age because that affects our process, our state of mind, our thought, our goals, our purpose, because you're looking at people your age and you like, they got this and they got that and da, 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 da. But like I always say on here, you don't know what that person went through to get that. You don't know what they're going through to keep that. You see that person got a Bentley, but you pull up to their house. They ain't got no house. They living out that car. You don't, you don't know the other side of the pillow. <laughs> so I'm not finna compare. I'm not finna pressure myself to get to where I need to go because God's timing is the right timing. I may not be where I pictured myself to be, 
but I know it's for a reason. I know it's for a purpose and I know it's for a season and I know it's to prune me. I know it's to clean me. I know it's meant for me to gleam. I know it's meant for me to learn off of people, to be able to put myself in a position to be able to receive whatever God has in store for me. Because like I stated before, we are all walking different paths in life. So as long as we continue with our goals, We'll achieve everything and more in due season. It is time we unlearn the toxic principles passed down from generation to generation. And once we unlearn all of that toxic mess, once we remove that thorn out of our side, we can create generational wealth generational maturity, generational transparency, and more inherited resources. No more living in our traumas. Say it today. I am not going to live in my trauma. I'm speaking positivity now. I'm going to speak it now so I can, so you can reap that fruit and eat it. Say those things aloud. Say what you want for yourself. Say that positivity. Say your name and speak your goals. My name is Lydia Trimble. I will be successful. I will be financially stable. I will have good health. I will continue to be an asset in my community. I will continue to serve. I will continue to do the things that is according to the will of the Lord and so on and so on and so on. Then after you speak it, we must remember to write it down to seal the confirmation. It's like the Bible says, Write the vision, make it plain. God not only wants us to speak stuff into existence, he wants us to write it down, to hold ourselves accountable for a reminder to say, this is what you have spoken and this is what has come to pass. Write down the vision, make it plain. We can do it, SBCs. We can. I know it seems like right now in this moment, it's taking forever to reap our benefits. It's taking forever see the light at the end of the tunnel at the end of the tunnel but it says it in James chapter 5 or you can go to Lamentations chapter 3 in the Bible or any part in the Bible and it says good things come to those who wait on the Lord and seek his face our cup will run over as long as we continue to seek him not once you seek God and everything is moving the way you expected to move, you say, okay, God, I got this and push him out the way. No, as long as we continue to seek him, let him lead. He says, my sheep know my voice because he is our shepherd. He is our leader. He will guide us and protect us and keep us. So as long as we seek him, our cup will run up over And we will be able to live in the now, see the blessings in the now. But that all is based on our faith, words that we speak, and the actions that we take. Faith without works is dead, y'all. That's in the word. That ain't no fortune cookie I just broke up and I read to y'all. Faith without works is dead. So we don't believe God enough to intervene in our situation. It's not going to happen. Yes, it will happen because he spoke it. but that also determines how long it would take too. 
because you're not putting in the works. You don't have the faith enough to put in the works anymore because your light has dimmed or it has went out. The driven that you once have isn't there anymore. So continue to seek God's face and follow the ways of the righteous. Follow the ways that he wants us to go to fulfill our purpose. It may not make sense now. Half the time when God speaks, it don't make sense. But we follow it so our cups can run over. So we can reap the fruits of our labor. And that's on period. Well, our time at the Reached Hangout has come to an end. If you have enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like, follow, share your respectful thoughts in the comment section, share slash tag a friend, and make sure your post notifications are turned on. All right, make sure they're turned on to know when the next episode drops. So let's keep up with my YouTube channel, Lydia's Chronicles, by subscribing, liking, and commenting so I know you found me, and all of my socials will be in the description box. <laughs> blocks blocks jesus y'all box below and trust me you want to stay tuned to my youtube channel like i said my birthday coming up um i'm just doing a lot on there this month and hey just hit the link in the description box so you can see what i'm talking about all right if no one has told you this today i love you and god loves you but other than that this is your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia, signing off until we meet again. P.S. We must remember the end game here is to grow to be the best version of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually with who? With God, y'all. I love you, SBCs. And until we meet again, bye.